The Realm Tree. Episode 6. Why We Fight. Rondell Stone here, the Autumn Realm's toughest fairy. Not sure where everyone else went exactly, but I was up against this pretty boy from the Autumn Realm. Long hair and a ponytail, dressed like some type of prince. The whole shebang. Didn't recognize him, didn't care. Alright, princey, don't make this boring for me. Give me a good brawl. Ah, Rondell Stone, I know your infamy. The braying black sheep of the Autumn Realm. Ha! Nice try, but sheeps don't bray. That's a horse noise. Chessmate. A horse among a flock of sheep indeed. Alright, how's this for wordplay? Shut your mouth before I shut it for you. I jammed my fist into the ground and pulled out a good chunk of rock. Without giving Pretty Boy a chance to think, I chucked it off my hand like a fastball. Take this! And now his stone will veer off to the right. And I don't know what happened, but the rock I threw flew off to the side and hit a wall, dropping like a... like a rock, but sideways. All right, Pretty Boy, I'll bite. How does your power work? I'd be a fool to acquiesce so soon. With your hot head, this fight you're sure to lose. And in this cave devoid of life and trees, remember now my name. I'm Lyndon Breeze. Blah, blah, blah. Look at me. I'm fancy. Shut up! Then I threw another rock at him. Reverse your course and fly back to his face. This time, the rock changed direction in the air and came back at me. I spun out of its way. Alright, something's up with that. Let's mix it up. I ran at the nerd, low with my arms towards the ground so I could absorb another chunk of rock. Perhaps I judged too soon. You're not a horse. Your speech and movement is more... monkey-like. Quit yammering! And now his stones will drop back to the earth. Don't think so! And I faked him out. Instead of drawing any rocks from the ground, I pulled my arms back up and just socked him across the cheek with my bare fist. He wobbled backwards and clicked his jaw back into place. Ah. Oh, what's the matter? Can't poetry at me now. Did one like you so quickly learn my gift? Sort of. I just recognized that look on your face when I ran at you. That's a I've got this dude right where I want him face. So I figured I'd mix it up and not use my powers to see if you could stop it. I overlooked your strength amidst my pride. And that mistake I'll not again repeat. Of all things, he pulled a long white feather from his pocket. One of the feathers you write with. A quill? My power is the gift of words and speech. With proper verse, all objects hear my will. They fly and drop at my own tongue's command. Ah, so like one of those powers where you move things with your mind, but it's with your talking instead. Ha! But it doesn't work on living things then. Thanks for the heads up. There's far more to my combat than I've said. I've met your sword, and now you'll meet my pen. He started writing in the air faster than I could follow. Orange words popping up from where he wrote, and then my whole body shot away from him, getting tugged from my back. I flailed like crazy, but I couldn't stop myself from slamming against the wall. Crap. Unfortunate for you, my loudmouth friend. This quill is just as potent as my tongue. Ugh, you're kidding me. Did you throw me against the wall by my freaking armor? Another solid educated guess. He scribbled more poetry in the air around him. It was backwards from my angle, but I could read out, throw him to the sky, before I was yanked again and magically slammed into the ceiling. (laughs) Then he just dropped me back down to the ground. All right, that's just cheating. 
Just punch me like a normal fairy! I'll hit you like a winning man instead. Ah! Another scribble, and I was flipped into the air, dangling upside down. Alright! Enough playing around! I'll show you, in every other Autumn Realm fairy, that I'm someone to remember. And for good reasons, not just the bad ones! I reached around for the clasps in my armor and forced myself out of it. It still just floated in the air behind me, but I freed myself and landed on my feet. Ooh! I'm the toughest fairy in the Autumn Realm, and I'm gonna make sure every little poem of yours from here on out is about how overwhelmingly strong I am. So he couldn't grab me again, I stripped down to my underwear. Ha! Levitate this, pal! Aw, huh. oh, can't rhyme anymore? Well then... Speechless? <clears throat> Forgive me, friend. You've left me short of breath. You've stunned my eyes and left my heart a mess. Uh, okay. Thanks. To look upon one sculpted such as you, my body quakes, my soul does want to sing, and any price I'd be so glad to pay, to have you as my love, even my king. Uh... I was suddenly super aware that I was practically naked, and feeling kind of shy. Alright, man, what are you playing at? Let's get back to fighting, yeah? Lyndon didn't say anything for a sec. He just looked me in the eye and smiled. My love for you is equal to your might. Now armor fall and kiss your men goodnight. I felt my own armor slam me in the back of the head with a clang. And everything went black. Running? Please, this is just part of my strategy. In truth, I didn't have much of a strategy. I was being chased around a chamber in the ground by a brat who could create massive fire blasts of death. The room started to shake from the pure force of her next blast. Bits of the cave wall crumbling. If I didn't have my wisps, she would have caught me a long time ago. But they carried me around as I surfed atop them, swerving away from each of her fireballs. Unlike me, they don't tire or get sore. But I would run out of energy in my jewel eventually, and their physical forms would disappear. Now, Sunshine, darling, uh, you do remember that killing is against the rules, yes? What would you think would happen if you caught me in one of those explosions of yours? Is that a risk you're willing to take? Oh, if I wanted to kill you, I would have filled the whole room with fire by now. These explosions are big enough to knock you into a wall, but small enough not to cause any permanent damage. Probably. Did you just say probably? With both palms towards me, she fired another blast. I had to leap off my wisps to dodge. Gotcha, Lexi. Oh, do you now? With her distracted, my wisps slammed into her side and knocked her to the ground. Wait! Ouch! Wait, did those things get bigger? <laughs> Why, yes, yes, they did. Now three times larger, my fire spirits grinned as they hovered above sunshine. See, usually they're small little friends but they can absorb limited amounts of heat to grow in size. The tail end of your explosion was the perfect snack for them. Limited, huh? Uh... And the tail end of my explosion, you said? Uh... As in, they couldn't handle the whole thing? Well, that remains to be seen. Ooh, let's try it. From the ground, she created a massive fireball from her hands that almost reached the ceiling. As it burned, the wave of heat made it hard to breathe. My wisps inflated, grinning, then they burst and dissipated, overloaded by a full-force blast. She stood up and dusted off her skirt. 
So I just blast the wisps full force to make them explode and blast Lexi gently so his little body doesn't die on me. I think I have my strategy figured out. And how is yours going? Could go better, I admit. I summoned two more wisps from the tips of my fingers. This really is a shame, isn't it? We could have just held hands and walked into the sunset in a lovely marriage. And yet here we are, fighting in an ugly, glowing underground chamber. (laughs) Don't flatter yourself, Lexi. An arranged marriage is the only way you'd stand a chance with me or my fortune. Please! My family may be even wealthier than yours. We certainly have more land and servants. Perhaps. And maybe that's why you're so bad at doing things yourself. Now, how would your dear family feel if their youngest son failed at getting wings? I'm dying to find out. I won't give you the satisfaction. I clapped my two wisps together, merging them into a larger form. I drew a wave in the air with my finger, connecting the wisps to my hand like a fiery ball and chain. It's time I went on the offensive. I whirled my new weapon above my head once before swinging it around towards sunshine. The fiery rope extended as I swung, giving me a longer reach than her explosions. (laughs) I'll just blow up your new toy like I did your wisps! Don't think so. I yanked the fiery rope back out of the range of her blast, then sent it at her again. This time she just dodged. You sure talk a lot between each attack. Is it because you need a second to recharge those blasts of yours? Is that why you spend so much time monologuing when you fight? (laughs) Clever little distraction. (sighs) Does it matter? You're still not beating me! Put your vastly inferior money where your mouth is. I swung my ball and chain around the room, extending and retracting as necessary. I have perfect control of my wisps, so I could move it around as it was lighter than air. Sunshine dodged around, diving and leaping with surprising grace. Her focus seemed unbreakable, like she was looking for the perfect moment to overload my wisps and leave me defenseless. Having trouble, darling? With a weapon like this, I can attack far faster than you. Oh, you know the problem with a long-ranged weapon like that, Lexi? Do tell! It leaves you wide open up close. She pointed one palm to the ground and propelled herself into the air with a small explosion. Like the fire in my wisps, it seemed her own fire didn't hurt her. But why did she do such a useless trick when her blasts need recharging? Here's a lesson! Never show your full hand! With her other palm, she created a jet of fire behind her. Rocketing her from the air towards me. Yeah! Another blast to veer to the right to dodge my wisp as it retracted. Ah! And then a final blast, twisting to hold her hand directly behind her. She shot herself right at me at full speed, skidding on the ground for a moment before holding her palm to my face. Drop the weapon. I banished my fiery weapon from my hands. You were only pretending to have delays between your explosions? You could just throw them out constantly? <laughs> That's right! Interesting thing about being petite and adorable, people are much more likely to assume you're weaker than you are. She grinned up at me, smiling wider than my wisps. Or even Rondell. But in reality, my attacks are more than just powerful. I use them in short, controlled bursts, so they are quite cost-effective. If I constantly emitted fireballs like you did, maybe I would worry about needing to recharge. But I'm much smarter at using fire than you are. And I've honed my use of it down to a science. You are something else, Miss Von Brass. (laughs) Why, thank you. Do you surrender, Lexi? Yes. You win. Talia Wick, are you okay? 
Um, guess I'm not hurting or anything. That's good. But I can't move. Yeah, I've bound you. The other Night Realm girl pointed at the ground and my eyes followed the line she drew. My shadow and the shadow of her sewing needle were connected by several thin, almost invisible threads. I've heard of this. Shadow stitching, right? You can control the world around you by manipulating the shadows of objects and people with those threads of yours. That's right. That explains your tournament match where you froze the other guy. I thought you were using some sort of telekinesis. Lyndon does that. This is different. It's a type of shadow magic. It takes a lot of practice. My dad mentioned that it's a very advanced Night Realm technique. You must be a really good fighter. Her gray eyes looked up slowly into mine. She stared but didn't say anything else. Hey, what's your name? I'm Sai. Nice to meet you, Sai. You seem to already know who I am. Guess my reputation precedes me, huh? The girl without a jewel and daughter of Cassius Wick, the most powerful fairy across all six realms. I'm sure it's not easy. Yeah, it's not. I tried not to glance down at the harpoon held in my frozen hand. If what my dad said was true, Nightsteel can cut the threads created from shadow stitching. I think I had some motion in my wrist, but I didn't want to test it with her staring at me. So, those blue veins in the walls, the hands that pulled us down here, that must be Professor Doherty's power. Wonder how it works. I'm not sure. Weird stuff, right? I don't think there was any need for our teams to fight. Huh? We were stuck at a door. Our teams met, and now everyone is fighting for no reason. There is no reason for any of this to be happening. It didn't seem like she was talking to me. Just rambling. Just because we have healing fairies, we think it's fine for people to hit each other around to prove their superiority. What for? She looked down at the needle in her hand again. I've stitched so many fairies back together. Just because sometimes I'm the only one who could. And it doesn't always work. There's been something familiar about this girl the entire time I've been looking at her. The big gray eyes, messy dark hair in her face. Wait! I remember you! D do you remember me too? What, what was it, like eight or nine years ago? You almost drowned in a night realm pond. P please, tell me I don't sound like a crazy person. Yeah. Yes, I sound like a crazy person, or yes, we've met before. Yeah. You pulled me out. I was drowning. You coughed up water and then ran away. I never saw you again. I, I didn't know too many other Night Realm fairies since my dad never let me go to school. You were one of the first fairies my age that I met. You saved my life. I was running, and I slipped, and I fell, and then I was drowning. Everything went white. I felt my limbs float away from me. Then you pulled me out onto the shore. Yeah, I remember now. Don't you think it's messed up that we're expected to fight? If I could have moved, I would have jumped back at this burst of anger from her. There was no reason for it! No reason! And then suddenly she was quiet again. I'm sorry, Talia Wick. That you can't move. I didn't want to fight you, so I strung you up as quickly as I could while we were going down here. I didn't feel good about it, being sneaky and all, but this is better than us trying to knock each other out. I wouldn't want to knock you out, Sai. But you would, right? If it means winning. I watched you in the tournament. 
You knocked that Spring Realm girl out so easily. I think you're stronger than you know. Stronger than others give you credit for. She fidgeted with her needle again. I'm grateful for you. For saving me. But I'm also scared of you. Sai, what were you running away from that day? My family. Did they hurt you? No. Well, no. My big brother had just died. I'm sorry. That's horrible. Beyond words. He died trying to get his wings. In the same test we're taking, eight years ago. They say another fairy must have slashed him and left him for dead. He bled out. He could have been saved. But no one was there, and he died alone. Sai, I'm so sorry. I hope it was an accident. A terrible, terrible accident. Because I don't like to think another living being did that to him on purpose. We were both silent again. I had no idea what I could say to make this better. Hey, Talia. What happens if all the fairy teams reach the top of the realm tree in time? I guess we all get our wings. Then why do we have this test, if we can all just get our wings from the Guardian? Why are we fighting? I don't have an answer for you, Sai. I'm sorry. It's just the way things are, isn't it? It's just the way things are. Her eyes met the ground for a very long time. I took a sharp inhale and used my limited wrist motion to cut the shadowy threads affixed to me and my harpoon. When three of them snapped, I was able to spin it and cut the rest. I was totally free. Sai looked up from the ground to me. No more fidgeting with her needle. She wasn't moving at all. I'm gonna put the harpoon down, Sai. Okay. I'm gonna come over and hug you. Are you okay with that? Um... Okay. I slowly bent down and put my harpoon on the ground. I walked very carefully over to the girl. We were almost the same height, but she seemed so much smaller. I wrapped my arms around her back, slow at first. I'm not gonna hurt you, Sai. I promise. She didn't hug me back, but I felt her body start to shake. Tears stained my shoulder where she buried her head. What happened to your brother wasn't right, and I'm so, so sorry. But I'm happy you're still here. There was the smallest sound as her needle dropped to the floor. Her arms shakily wrapped around my waist. Attention, everyone. It seems the duels between your teams are over. You will be taken back to the surface. The artificial cavern around us shrunk until it was just a stone pod for the two of us. The sound of stone moving rumbled around us as we were brought back to the surface, and Sai wouldn't let go. The Realm Tree was created by Jumar Thompson and Julian Hermano, and is performed by voice artists all over the world. To show your support, please visit therealmtree.com and follow our socials. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for Episode 7, A Night with No Moon.